Welcome to the Subscription Secrets Podcast, your quick guide to mastering the subscription business world. So dive in the concise episodes packed with strategies, expert insights, and real success stories to ensure success in your subscription business. Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about that ugly word, churn. And uh, really what I want this session to be about is arming you with the right tools and approaches and strategies to protect and optimize your customer churn from day one. And I'm gonna talk a little bit about a multifaceted approach that we use and that you can deploy today to do just that. First of all, what is customer churn? If you're not aware, customer churn is when a customer basically leaves your business. So as subscription entrepreneurs, the last thing we want is for that to happen because it means that our business is failing at some core component of what our our true business objective is and that is to onboard a customer and keep them forever right that's of course what we want for any business but particularly for subscription business it is like the leaky faucet or tap if you are leaking customers all the time you are never going to write the ship because you're maybe pumping thousands and thousands of dollars into advertising to even try and just kind of keep that churn ratio kind of a break even. So you lose five, you gain five. You lose 10, you gain 10. And that is not optimal because that means your business isn't growing. So what we want to do is optimize from day one, from even the onboarding experience, your customer needs certain things in place to be able to stay with you longer term. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. And, you know, I see it too often where businesses are doing what I just described there, where they're paying tens of thousands of dollars in advertising and they're bringing on board X number of customers in a month and they're also losing the same or more. And of course, that is not what we want to see. So I think a lot of us assume that really churn, customer churn rate is protected against in maybe one phase of the business and that is logistics fulfillment right so we send out things on time people receive them they're happy with them and that's kind of what protects against churn and that is very very true if you deliver great products on time and there's no reason for people to even want to churn, then you're doing a great job at that. But there are other components to it. And I want to go back to the very start of the user journey and explain how this component affects churn. So if you think about it, when you onboard a customer and you convert them, depending on your product or service, it can be very easy to convert them into the subscription. If maybe the onboarding deal is like 50% off and a free gift, something like that, it's very attractive for, for people. And you know you can actually sort of blind them with pizzazz and you know flashiness about this is the deal, it's limited edition, this is what you get, this is your bonus gift, you know, massive discount from month one, onboard now. And I've seen it and I've suffered from this as well in the past and that's why I wanna really you know, dive in and discuss why it's important that we really nail this out of the gate. And so the first thing you wanna do when you're onboarding somebody, yes, you can dazzle them with an amazing deal that they cannot do without, but you also wanna back that up with clarity and focus and explanation about what they're getting. So thinking that through, what does that really mean? Well, what we wanna do when somebody's being onboarded 
into our business. We want to educate them and engage with them, but be very, very clear about what they're getting, when they're getting it, what they can expect, and how it works. And so a lot of the the kind of strategy of that is done on the front end of the site or in any explainer videos or sales videos you have, where you're basically saying to people, hey, this is what happens. When you come on board with us, you've got for example, a minimum three-month commitment or three-delivery commitment, uh, you also will be billed on the first of the month, be shipped by the 15th of the month, and this is what you can expect in your shipment. Six items, free gifts, bonus materials, a VIP experience, free shipping, etc., etc. Okay, so even from that early station, What are we laying out in front of people? Is it really as clear as it can be? Because a lot of the dissatisfaction that customers experience is because something happens along the journey that they didn't expect and not in a good way. So for example, if they're billed for three months up front and they didn't know about that, that's not gonna be good. If they are waiting six weeks for their first shipment and they didn't realize, they thought they were getting that immediately, that's not good. All of those things will attribute to a higher churn rate because it creates this friction. We talk about friction in the onboarding experience, in the sales process a lot because we want to create a frictionless process. That's true. But also after the fact and through the fact of conversion, we want to show people in a very clear way what they're getting, why they're getting it that way, how it's being delivered, what they can expect, dates, billing, amounts, frequencies, all that kind of stuff. Because that, when they have that clear in their mind, there's no reason for any friction after the fact. So let's get our onboarding experience really, really dialed in and make sure it has absolute clarity. Do the three-step process or four-step process thing. Lay it out for people. Do onboarding videos or product tours where you can actually say, look, hey, this is what you do. Click the button here, you get started, you go through the onboarding, you fill in a style questionnaire or a customization questionnaire, then you can expect your first shipment within five days, and then after that, you're gonna be billed recurring the first of every month and shipped by the 15th of every month uh, we'll keep in good contact with you, etc., and so forth, right? That's a solid onboarding experience that will protect against churn. However, that's only a small component of the user journey. So where, where can we go next with this bolstering and protection against churn? The next phase of this is engagement and further or future communication. So what I mean by that is engagement. If somebody buys into your subscription business, it's not just a product. They're not just buying in, unless it's a true replenishment type of product where they just want, you know, some bleach for their toilet every month and, you know, they're buying that. But that's not normally what we're doing as subscription first entrepreneurs. We're trying to create a movement, a community, a passion behind our business where people are loyal, they're fervent supporters, they're raving fans, as you'll often hear, you know, in sales patter. But all of that's really important. And how do you do that? You can't do that just by delivering a really good product. It has to be that we engage with people, we build a community, we communicate with them. Things like email newsletters, competitions, giveaways, um, 
surveys, build a community, a private group. Uh, all those types of things will create engagement around your brand. If you can continue to enhance the product that they're already receiving with those types of things, you're going to build a much more robust, stronger experience that is protected against churn. So there's just some ideas for you. If you're not implementing them already, maybe a weekly or monthly newsletter, build a private group. Uh, give you an example. In one of our businesses, the Watch Club, we have a private group of 2,000 something people and they go in there where they can buy sell trade watches discuss watches uh experience auctions where we'll auction off you know bundles of watches and stuff um like that but that brings people back it creates extra touch points for our brand and it makes them engaged with our brand so even if and here's an example even if they do churn right what that does is it keeps them in touch with our brand. And then when we're creating new future launches, we can inform them about that. We can listen to their feedback of what they want to see, why they maybe aren't on a monthly subscription now, what they would like to see, what, what would bring them back. And then we can start to customize our product launches around what people truly want to see. And so it's communication, it's engagement, it's listening, it's adapting, refining, pivoting, whatever you need to do in your business with new launches, new product lines, new features uh, to bring those people back. So even if you're protecting against churn up front, as I mentioned at the start, you're always going to experience churn. It's just at what ratio that is or what rate and frequency. And so if we can protect against it, but also at the back end, bolster and engage with people and keep them loyal with our brand to hopefully bring them back on board when they're ready or uh, when we list a product line or a new plan that speaks to their need, that is going to reduce the attrition of churn and how it impacts the business longer term. Third on the list is offering personalized experiences. So customization and personalization is really an absolute must in subscription first these days. You know, moving through 2024 and beyond, people want that experience. They want a customized experience. And a lot of the systems, I'm just thinking through, we, we just had a, an early release um view on what Subly are doing, the platform Subly, which is my preferred platform for subscription first, but they're actually launching a customizing uh, bundle type approach for their checkout where you can actually build a product and offer basically a dynamic discount approach. So if somebody adds five of something or bolts on X number or different additional products into their subscription, they'll get better and better discounts and things like that. So what they're doing is they're adapting even the product line where we can actually customize and, and offer better value for people buying more from us. And that's just the checkout process. That's not even the customer uh, personalization surveys that we would use um, or style profilers or um, you know different different things like that but what customers want is personalization so things where they can they feel they've got control over the delivery even if it's just I've got one client uh, who allows customers maybe once or twice a year to customize a particular component of their box that's one way to do it other clients have businesses where they allow people to bolt on uh, X number of add-ons to really customize and build their own unique box every month. So let's kind of go into the nth degree of that. But whatever you can do, 
think about your business, your product line, how it works, how you could enhance that and add on to it in better and better ways that will keep people in control, at least feeling that they have control and engaged with the personalized, customized experience that they can get. Um, so make sure you're also doing that. Now, after the fact, how do we protect against churn further? Well, what we're doing a lot is implementing feedback loops. What I mean by that is customer experience surveys, answering customer concerns, doing uh, live streams, you know, maybe answering some, some questions that people have, communicating with customers on a regular automated basis every single month so people feel heard, they feel listened to. And also a thing that builds upon that is when we do multiple launches every year. So we maybe have a number of different launches that are coming through throughout a year where we're adapting, we're refining, pivoting our product line, as I mentioned earlier, on the feedback of customers. And so when people see that, they see that you're listening as a business, they see that you're listening to the community, there's engagement there, there's value, there's this loop of feedback that really enhances customer loyalty as much as you possibly can. And so it's really important that you do that. Uh, we actually are automating a lot of this in our systems by sending out monthly or quarterly feedback requests. So sending people into surveys, communicating new launch uh, processes to customers or prospects saying, hey, we've got this new thing coming. We'd love to hear your, your thoughts on it. And it sort of creates that intrigue and engagement and understanding of what we're trying to do as a business and that our core as a business is listening to customers and prospects and community members. So that's another great way to do it. Now, the final way you can protect against customer churn is through loyalty programs and incentives. So, you know, creating either affiliate loyalty programs where people can refer on their friends and family and get discounts or credits is a great way. Um, loyalty programs where maybe they've bought X number of products from you and so you reward them with something else, whether it's a gift. In our watch club, one thing we do is that we automate credits and emails to go out to customers when they reach certain milestones. So for example, if they've been a customer or a member for six deliveries, we will send them an email saying, hey, you know, here's a celebration of your six month or six delivery membership. We hope you're having a great time. Uh, to thank you for your loyalty, we are automatically issuing you with a coupon that will be applied uh, to your next uh, shipment for a value of X number of dollars, like $50 off their membership. Um, so things like that as well, you can really enhance that loyalty just by little surprises, gifts, and things like that. Uh, something like that, maybe on their birthday, which you've um, you know onboarded, uh, taken that information from them as they're onboarding in your kind of conversion strategy. What you could do is you know get that type of information and send them free gifts on their birthdays and stuff like that. Um, that type of thing is really a good way to engage with people. You know, gives them incentives to stay longer term, nice surprises, delight all those types of feelings around your business. And when people think about your business, I think that's really what we have to get to the crux of is when they think about your brand, your business, what do they feel? 
You know, do they feel heard, listened to, engaged with, surprised, delighted? You know, that even goes back to the unboxing experience, you know. So you've maybe delighted them through the onboarding and now you've delivered a product in a beautiful unboxing experience. That feeling that they have, particularly in like your first box, is going to stay with them as long as you keep delivering that. And that goes all the way through to this last stage of loyalty programs, incentives, ways to delight them further moving forward with your brand. And all that does is create that added loyalty. So hopefully those five things that I just discussed are achievable for you within your business. So enhancing the customer onboarding experience, being very clear with absolute clarity about what they're getting and why they're getting it and the sequencing and all that kind of stuff. That's the first stage of of protecting against churn. The second is improve your customer engagement and communication. Things like private groups, VIP experiences, newsletters, uh, live podcasts, streams, that kind of stuff. Number three is offering personalized experiences and their customization options. And then following up from that, implementing feedback loops again, lets people know that they're heard and listened to and valued. And then the final thing, number five on the list, introducing loyalty programs and incentives, ways to delight and reward people. It just kind of creates that final element to the customer experience journey. So hopefully that was of help, guys, just outlining some strategies and ideas and those five important components from even the onboarding experience right through to longer term customer engagement and retention. Um, If you have any questions, as always, let me know. I'm here to help. Um, Maybe there are some things in there you can just pick up and run with today and start implementing them in your business. Hopefully that's the case. And by doing so, you start plugging that hole of, you know, the, the churn, that ugly word churn of people leaving our business. If we can plug that and then continue our onboarding and our ads and our traffic coming into the site, into your funnel, you're going to see a massive uptick in the success of your business because by creating that strong foundation where churn is optimized, not eradicated, as I mentioned at the start, but optimized, and then building upon that with your onboarding and your new member and new customer strategies, you're going to see a lot, a lot more revenue in your business, a lot more profitability in your business, and a lot more success and scalability longer term. Take care, guys. I'll see you in the next one.